Hello, and welcome to the This Girl Loves Sleep podcast, the show that will help your entire family bring back bedtime. Each episode, sleep expert Alana McGinn discusses your burning sleep questions and provides you with tangible sleep tips and tricks to help you create your own sleep plan for your family. Whether it's how to extend your baby's naps, end bedtime battles with your toddler, or help you sleep better at night, this podcast talks all things sleep to help you and your family get the sleep you deserve. With colleagues, friends, and other wellness experts, Alana discusses all lifestyle topics that you want more information on. Are you ready to bring back bedtime? Here's your host, sleep educator, mom of three, and pop culture fanatic, Alana McGinn. Hi, I'm Alana McGinn, founder of GoodnightSleepSite.com, a website offering sleep support and resources for you and your family. Our global team of certified sleep consultants can work one-on-one with you to help your family members sleep better. From babies to teens and adults as well, we can help you put the right sleep plan together to help your child or yourself sleep better. Remember the sleep plan is only part of the process. The ongoing support you will receive from your good night consultant is what will help you stay consistent, accountable, and sleep educated to make sure you are successful in your overall family sleep goals. Our goal is to help you become your own family's sleep expert. And we take pride in our education and above and beyond support we offer to all families who sign up with us. You can head over to goodnightsleepsite.com to find out how you can work with a good night sleep site consultant who can help you with each step along the way to creating your family sleep plan. Graduating your child from their crib to new bed can be a scary time for parents, but it doesn't have to be, and being prepared can certainly help. So I'm going to share my tips on what you can do to help your child transition before the crib even comes out of the room, what you can do to help once it does come out of the room to make this inevitable transition as seamless and sleep-filled as possible. Okay, so the first thing that you want to ask yourself is, is it the right time? Because if you are currently experiencing sleep issues, now is not the time to take them out of their crib. I repeat, transitioning them to a bed now will not help things but make things worse. And it's something I see time and time again with clients. They think, oh, you know, my baby's not sleeping well, so if I move them to a bed, they're going to sleep better. So it's a good idea to put the transition on hold and possibly do some sleep training first. And then once you have everything worked out, you can revisit the idea of the crib to bed transition again. All right. The right age also makes a huge difference. And I recommend keeping your little one in their crib as long as possible. If you can hold out until your child is at least two and a half to three years old of age, he or she will likely be better to understand the sleep rules that need to be established when making this transition. There's no rush, guys, on transitioning them from crib to bed, okay? If your child is not climbing out of the crib, you don't need it for another baby. And you know what? In all honesty, even if you do need it for another baby, there are a lot of really safe, affordable cribs out there where you can still buy another one. There really is no rush in making that transition. My daughter transitioned when she was 
two and a half, but she was a very strong, independent sleeper and the transition went seamlessly. My twins were, because they shared a room, so I wanted to make it a little bit longer with them. They were like three and a half years old once I transitioned them from crib to bed. They didn't jump out. My son jumped out once. And in all honesty, I think it scared him so much that he never tried it again. Um, He jumped out once, but they never tried to escape. It was never an issue. At some point, and to be honest, I probably would have kept them in their cribs longer, but they were growing out of it. At that point, I mean, it was just more comfortable for them to be in a bed. And again, they were good, solid, independent sleepers, and the transition went pretty seamlessly. So hold off as long as you can. There really is no rush. You also want to make sure that you are preparing and communicating, okay? If your child is old enough, make sure before making the transition, you are communicating what's going to happen. You got to prepare them. It's a big change. So it is not the time for surprises. Don't just let them walk into their room one day, their crib is gone, and there's a bed set up, okay? Some kids might not react much to it, and it might be fine. But you have to understand this is like this crib has been their safe and secure sleep environment from the time that they were born. So you can't just kind of throw it at them. You really do need to, you know, discuss the sleep rules with your child, you know, what's expected of him or her throughout the night and get them prepared because it's a big transition. They will likely handle it fine, but remember to open up that communication as best you can. Now, you need a plan for your child. But mom and dad also need a plan. And this is so important. I cannot stress it enough. Before night one, you guys need to make sure you sit down and you develop your own plan for when things pop up during the process. Because listen, sometimes they don't, but sometimes issues pop out. Okay. So list out all the what ifs. What if they do call call out to you, you know, 10 times throughout the night? What if they do come out of their room? How are you going to handle it? as a team, because having a plan in place before these things happen are going to better prepare you and help you become consistent in setting limits, which is definitely needed in being successful in this transition, okay? So these are all steps that you can take before the crib even leaves the room. But once the crib comes out of the room, the homework is done, the bed is made, and now it's time for you to say goodnight to your little one. So now what do you do? All right. So the first thing you always want to do, guys, make a fun. Don't stress out about this transition. I know so many of you guys who are listening to this, who are ready to do that, are stressing out. But here's the thing. If your child is already a pretty solid sleeper, chances are they're going to transition pretty easily. If not, if your child's showing some issues here and there, some sleep issues here and there, some battles, like I said, hold off. Try and work those out before making the transition, but always make it fun, you guys. Get your get your child excited. Get them excited about it. Get them involved in the process. You know, you can have them pick out their new bedding. You know, maybe you're decorating their, their room. They can have input in that. Um, get them practicing by putting their stuffed animals to bed, right? Build that excitement, and this is going to help them understand what is going to happen And making it fun will make it easier for them to obey the sleep rules because now is the time where we need them to be obeying those sleep rules, right? We want to make it fun, guys, but we also want to make sure that we are making it safe. So we always talk about a safe sleep environment for our little kids when they are in their cribs, obviously for our babies, 
But it's also really important to make that sleep environment for our older kiddos who are now kind of free to move about the building as safe as possible too. So it's important now to make sure that their environment is safe. Things like putting up a guardrail, shutting the door, installing a childproof handle on the closet door. And a big thing, guys, is like I said before, you know, now they're free to move about the building, right? So we want to make sure that all their furniture is securely bolted to the wall. Nothing can tip over, you know, making sure that their bedroom is safety proofed. You can, um, if they leave the room, you know, do you need to possibly gate the stairs upstairs? Are you concerned? Does the bathroom door need to be closed? Are you concerned that they're going to get into things? You have to, you know, keep in mind all of these different areas that might deem an unsafe experience for your child. So, you know, also keep those sleep distracting toys out of the room. That's never a bad idea. And all of these little things can really help you create that safest sleep environment for your child. You want to make sure that you are establishing sleep rules right from the start. Okay. So things like incorporating toddler alarm clocks, bedtime routine charts, and setting limits. This is going to help your journey and should be established from day one. And we have some amazing articles over at goodnightsleepsite.com on some of these topics um, that may help you things like, you know, how to properly use a toddler alarm clock, how to create a bedtime routine chart, how to set those limits with their older kids. The fundamentals are the same. You know, your four key sleep tools are the same with the toddlers, but the tricky part is, is now setting those limits and setting those boundaries. So you can find out more information on all of those things over at goodnightsleepsite.com. You have to expect that your child will get out of bed, okay? Because this is a newfound freedom and it is too exciting for them to pass up. So you've got to be prepared with your plan and firm in explaining it. And how you handle it right from the start is going to make a difference, okay? If they come out of their room, lead them back every time with little to no engagement. You may have to do this over and over and over again throughout the night, provided you remain consistent in setting those boundaries after a few nights, they are going to get the message. And one thing that I, one tip that I actually always give to parents too is, If your child is a good sleeper, a very strong, independent sleeper, you know, you can expect them to get out of bed, but by telling them, you know, make sure you don't come out of bed or you have to stay in bed all night, they have stayed in their crib all night for years. So they might not even realize that now they can actually get out of bed. Wait a minute. Now I can actually leave my room. And by telling them to do so, now you're putting that thought in their head. Does that make sense? So try not to actually say that because they may not even be thinking to do it because they not may not be realizing that they can do it. But by you telling them not to do it, suddenly they're like, oh, that's actually something that could happen. Interesting, right? So just watch how you present the whole transition, okay? And continue. I just talked about, you know, the basic, you know, four key sleep principles, guys. Continue to follow the basic sleep fundamentals. If you haven't started one yet, having a consistent bedtime routine coupled with age-appropriate early bedtime, this is going to help prepare your child that sleep is coming next, okay? They are going to feel safe and secure in knowing what to expect each night, You guys, the crib to bed transition doesn't have to be difficult. It really doesn't. It doesn't mean that there's going to be issues. This is where having your child be comfortable in their sleep environment will help in the process. And you can start that at any age. This is a big step for both of you, and it can be a really fun time for both. So try to relax, 
and enjoy it, okay? Thank you so much for joining me. And remember, guys, don't go anywhere because coming up, I'm opening up my sleep clinic and answering two or more of your sleep questions. Until next time, guys, I wish everyone sweet dreams and a good night. All right, guys, it is time to open up my sleep clinic where I'm able to answer your sleep questions that you've submitted to me through Instagram and Twitter. If you want your sleep questions possibly answered on an upcoming episode, make sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Both are at GN Sleep Site, and you can message me your sleep questions there. All right, so the first question that I have is from Little Ha, and she asks, does a child need to be potty trained for this transition? That is a great question. Um, We actually, I had an episode, it's episode 35 of the podcast, and I'm gonna make you go back and listen to it because I interviewed Jamie Glowacki, um, potty expert, author of Oh Crap Potty Training, and we actually tackled this very question. So episode 35 of This Girl Loves Sleep, go ahead, um, go back a couple episodes and listen to that one, and that should answer all your potty training questions, including this one. Okay, at Brittany.grobe18 asks, I have to transition my youngest not only out of his crib, but into a bed in his brother's room. Help. Love this question, Brittany. Um, we have a lot of kids who share rooms. Um, my Two of my kids share a room. Um, two of them did when making the transition. My, quins, my twins shared a room from going to the crib to bed transition. First thing that you want to do, obviously, before even making the transition is make sure that everyone is on the right path towards sleep success, okay? So if you do need to do any sleep training with any age, really making sure that um, they are in check and that those strong independent sleep skills are there before making that transition because that's going to make it harder for sure, right? If, if one is giving you those sleep issues. Communication is key here. Communication and talking about the sleep rules. I'm going to assume that his brother is older. Um, and if that's the case, they are both old enough to understand the expectations that each of them have on it, right? So, you know, talking to them about, you know, if you ha- they have staggering bedtimes, um, you know, this is the time that you're going to go to bed and this is the time that your brother's going to go to bed and we're going to try not to wake up the brother and, um, you know, wait times in the morning. If you wake up and your brother's still sleeping, please let him sleep until it's time to wake up. This is where things like toddler alarm clocks come in really handy. You can still make a fun, you guys, like maybe decorate the room together. So if one is transitioning into another's bedroom, you know, maybe kind of decorate it a little bit so that they are now feeling a piece of them in that room. And it's not just that they're moving into to their sibling's own room and there's you know none of their identity in that room so decorating it up together again communication making a fun making the room part of each other's room um and patience and just don't attempt it if there's still those sleep issues in place work on them first before making that transition but good luck okay um and the last question is from at modern day marco And she asks, is it as simple as putting them in a different bed one night? And I'm here to tell you that, yeah, it is that easy. It really is. And this is where it's so important to make sure that they are age appropriate, that they are ready. Um, You know, even if they're three, they might not be mentally ready to make that transition yet because they might still really love their crib. Like I said, guys, if they love that crib, there's no rush. So yeah, it really is as simple as that. But 
up until that point, when you're removing the crib and putting the bed and it's night one, you've already communicated to them. They already understand what's happening. Again, going back to my points before, we're not just like throwing it at them and opening the door to their bedroom and being like, surprise, your crib is gone and here's your bed. Some kids can handle it, but some kids can't. So making sure that you're really talking it up, going as far as maybe marking it on the calendar so they can see the date, all of those things, like all little steps to kind of help prepare them as best they can. So I hope that helps you guys. Um, Good luck with this transition, guys. I'm telling you, it's not as scary as it seems. You guys got this. And remember, we're always here to help. We have some great information over at goodnightsleepsite.com on a lot of stuff I talked about tonight, articles, resources that you guys can look into. Good luck and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, guys. And be sure to check back for more episodes helping your family bring back bedtime. And to make sure you don't miss out, you can subscribe to the This Girl Loves Sleep podcast through Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, or iTunes, basically wherever you get your podcasts. And download our free sleep resources at goodnightsleepsite.com slash podcast. And if you like what you hear, guys, please leave us an iTunes rating and review. That helps the This Girl Loves Sleep podcast reach even more families like yours who deserve better sleep. 